Greetings, I'm Salarian scientist Morden Sullis, and when I'm not singing Gilbert and Sullivan or trying to forget Krogan Genophage, I'm listening to PlayStation Radio UK. And remember, I am the very model of a scientist, Salarian. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another interview we have for you this week with none other than Michael Beatty. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hi, Ben. I'm doing good. And uh, Simon isn't here. Because as we've just discussed, Michael, he's uh, fallen off the face of the earth. Yes, no, I think, I, th- I have to talk like this just because you do. Oh, so, well, I appreciate that. I Thank think, you. I think he choked on a sandwich. <laughs> he probably choked on a sandwich and maybe he fell over the bluffs or the, or the white cliffs of Dover or something. Yes. While choking on a sandwich. Yep, the white cliffs of Dover in Scotland. <laughs> That's in, oh, that's Scotland. Yeah. Is it in Scotland? The no, Where no, is south of England, but he's he's England, yeah. he's up in the middle of nowhere that somewhere. One out of the back left lobe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll do some Scottish. If he shows up, we'll do some Scottish. Please do, uh-huh. and don't just just sort of fall into it mid uh, mid question or mid answer. Sorry, that would be brilliant. Yeah, all right, all right. Properly yeah, phasing. Sorry, actually, I I did a I did a a project years ago mm-hmm. with a bunch of uh, Scottish folks <clears throat> up in Canada, which is where I'm from, and. Uh, and they were, and I, I, there was, it was, they all spoke with Scottish accents. And I was like, what's up with it? And I said, I said, what's up with that? You're all, you're all, you're all Scotch. And he looked at me and he said, Scotch is a drink, lad. We're Scottish. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Bet you shrunk away from that quite fast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Scary, dangerous, and volatile people. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Simon Especially is. when they're choking on sandwiches. Mm, he hits me. Simon does. Oh. Yeah. A lot of violence. Uh, now, Michael, a lot of people will know you, obviously, as Mordin in Mass Effect 2. Yes. Um, but tell me a little bit about thing, other things that you've done in the past. Well, I've done all sorts of things. Uh, uh, cartoon series, uh, radio, TV, commercials. I had a film career that lasted. <laughs> I was in a movie. I, I did two projects with Guy Ritchie, mm-hmm. um, one of which you guys can, you can still see on the web. It's called Star, and uh, it stars his ex-wife. Madonna. Right, I bet that I went did, down the storm. What? I bet I bet Madonna being in there went down the storm. Yeah, well, actually, that that short film, seven seven film, was a big a big hit and a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, but as a result of that, I did a feature film with them called Swept Away. Of course. Two thousand and two. Have you heard of it? Yeah, love that film. <laughs> You're lying. No, I do. That's the one with the. You uh, loved it. That's that's the we one won, with, with we the, won the Razzie Award for the worst movie of two thousand and two. That was the one with the the animated film with the mice and stuff, right? No, <laughs> no, it's all you. It's no, it's live action, and uh, oh, no. we shot it in Malta, and it and it uh, it was what's what happened to it at the box office. Actually, it was swept away at the box office as well. Unfortunately, what was it? Not a big hit, and we won the Razzie Award, and that's I, I joke, but that's actually the truth. We were. Uh, officially voted the worst film of 2002. And what was it called again? Swept Away. Swept Away. Okay, I was thinking of Flushed Away. Oh, how embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, Swept I loved Swept Away, too. That was my favorite. You're talking about the box office. It's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. I enjoyed Swept Away a lot. It was one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a 2002 Franco-British romantic comedy film directed by Guy Ritchie. There you go. Yeah, starring you. Yes. Yeah, very yes. impressive. That looks good yes. from the poster. Uh, well, yeah. Well, watch it. It's not as bad as they said it was. I'm sure it wasn't. It's obviously it's always overblown. 
Yes. Mm. But anyway, I did that. I did uh, a bunch of cartoon series. Um, if you had your camera on, you could see some of my my little characters. But I did, um, I think the first, oh, I've done uh, six six different animated series, uh, you know, series regulars in those uh, series. And I, you know, uh, blah, 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 lots of those. Uh, so I've had my fishing pole in a number of different ponds as a, as a thespian, as it were. Right. Okay. Um, also, next question. Oh. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a dozen duck-sized horses? One horse-sized duck or a dozen... One horse-sized duck or a dozen duck-sized horses. I go for the dozen duck-sized horses. Mm, that's a very smart answer. Yeah, yeah. That's someone Take... who wants to stay alive. It's mm. progressive because I'm that... that... Horse-sized duck would be formidable, I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah. And Somewhere. I'm very glad you asked that. Well, yeah, well, that's why I'm I here to us. I don't but I'm just very <laughs> You have to have a contingency plan for these things, Michael, so, you know, right. you just want to be prepared. This is a space filler question, I think we call this. It, I'm desperately waiting for Simon to come back. You're right. Another episode of Desperately Waiting for Simon. <laughs> Can you imagine? Every week. Every week. <laughs> Damn you and your sandwich eating over the white cliffs of Dover. Ah, you should be more careful. <laughs> you should be more careful. I have told him before. He doesn't listen. Yes. Doesn't listen yes. to me. Just like the guy uh the guy who invented the Segway. Did you hear about that? This is no. hysterically funny and tragic at the same time. Okay. You know, you know what the Segway is? Yes. Yep. Those ridiculous little uh, mobile things mm. well the, the the founder of this apparently uh, was his home was somewhere on a cliff oh, and he no. took his segway out and uh tripped and fell over the cliff and died literally. that's too good that's too good <laughs> and sales weren't good to begin with but I wow oh after that that was not good yeah it's not a good way to go i've been have you been on one i love them i think they're brilliant uh no I, you know i don't like I've seen them down at the beach. I, I just, I think they look so ridiculous. I, I don't think I've ever felt. <laughs> you can't look dignified while you're while no, you're they, they just, riding yeah. them. But they are a lot of fun, though. Are they? Mm, yeah, they're can very. You any, can you get up any speed on them? Uh, I think up to, uh, what was it, like 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, I think. That seems kind of. Probably kind off of... a cliff, though, the way he. Yeah, did. yeah, but yeah, I guess if you can't, can't control them, you don't want to go that fast. But... Mm, well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not off a vertical drop, anyway. I imagine he hit quite high speeds. Yeah. Oof. Oof, yeah. And the rocks. Now, Mass Effect 2. Yes. Uh, there's been a lot of confusion as to whether you'd be making a return as Morden in Mass Effect 3. What, what was, what, what's going on there? What, was hap what happened there, if you wouldn't mind well, telling us? Well, you know, I can't... Well, you know, I've, I've been asked a lot of, about that. Uh, you know, I was very up for being in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and you really you kind of have to ask them about it. I can't really go into any detail uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm not in it i'm not the guy this time that's a shame I, uh, yeah that's a drag but uh, i had a lot of fun doing the first one mm. can i just say your replacement is not good at all it's not oh. rubbish oh, compared I, to you oh, oh that's too bad oh mm. well they yeah. really backed the wrong horse there didn't they yeah uh, well i you know <laughs> i don't know i haven't heard the guy but yeah i mean you know i uh <clears throat> i had a lot of fun playing the character and i'd love to do it again if they write some more morton stuff so yeah Definitely. Definitely up for it. Mm. Yeah. Do you play the Mass Effect games at all? I have. Um, I talked to a friend of mine who's a gamer mm -hmm. uh, about a year ago <clears throat> and said, "Hey, can we sit down and just do the just the Morden stuff, Mass Effect Two? 
He said, sure. And I said, how, how long would that take about? He said, about 19 or 20 hours. <laughs> and I went, bah. So yeah. I haven't made it over yet. So all the stuff that I've seen is just cutscenes and stuff on YouTube. Mm. What do you uh, think of I, him, though, as, as sort of an oh, alien? I great. I thought, uh, uh, you know, I, I, was, uh, I was just very impressed with, uh, well, I mean, just <clears throat> when I was recording it at the, uh, the get-go, the, uh, the level of the writing and the amount, mm. my God, I did like, what, seven, eight sessions, four hours, just just me and Ginny McSwain and two engineers in the booth, and it was, uh, uh, and, you know, we did a lot, we slammed a lot of dialogue down. Mm. And um, uh, so I was very impressed with the quality of the writing. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think, I guess Bioware's known for that, but uh, in terms of video games, I've never, I've never uh, encountered anything as uh, uh, in-depth or kind of story-centric uh, as this, so so for me as an actor, it was just you know it's a lot of fun because you get uh, uh, you got a, a lot of different levels to play, mm. um, especially with Morton because he's uh, because you've got the <clears throat> he's got the he's kind of the Mister Spock character, yes, uh, but then he's then he's hyper ultra caffeinated, so he's got a kind of a comedic vibe to him, and uh, and then you got he's got the whole genophage arc and his uh, serious uh, looking at <clears throat> and whether his um, his a kind of attempt to play God was really as uh, great an idea as he thought in the first place. So all of that's uh, uh, great to play because you got a you got a character that's dealing with you know uh, real serious issues. Yeah, it's fun. Now his voice seems to be sort of a, a cross between Captain Kirk and C three PO. In a way, <laughs> were you inspired by any uh, existing characters or people when when you sort of put on the Morden voice? Um, well, <clears throat> when I went in to, uh, read for it originally, um, I, uh, there was a reference that, uh, Bioware had for, uh, I forget the actor's name, but he was a, a character on the Alias, uh, show with Jennifer Garner. He was kind of a hyper, uh, he was kind of a nerdy science guy. Right. Uh, I can see his face. I can't remember his name. <clears throat> and so that was the, uh, that was what they, we started with. And uh, so I basically, you know, did spoke quickly, uh, and then, and then we, you know, when we got in the booth, when I, I had the, the the gig, Ginny and I played with some different things, and uh, you know, pitch pitch wise, and uh, we we ended up going with pretty much my natural pitch because the uh, the voice is going to be processed afterwards, and uh, um, and then I had to, so it actually made it a little more difficult because of that. Uh, because you know the, uh, a different pitch is a hook, uh, an accent is a hook for me to kind of get into the character. So I didn't have those those hooks. So I had the I had the quick pace uh, that became a hook, and the quick piece a pace and the articulation, and then um, I I added a little uh, you know kind of breath noises, which uh, you know the intake of breath uh, uh, that. Uh, that really kind of helped me find it. So he, he was he was based on that guy from Alias, and then uh, and then sort of created from that spot. Hmm. Yeah. So how did you get the role? What was the process behind that? Well, I just read for it. Uh, you know, I read for it in the uh, uh, at my voiceover agents, and uh, you know, I can't even remember if I had a callback for it or not, or whether I booked it. Right, I don't remember, but I remember the first two days we worked on it. We uh, it was uh, it was. Uh, <clears throat> I think I was going in with more of a, a kind of an animated 2D 
animated uh, flavor. So I was a little bit too cartoony at first. And um, Ginny really brought me back in, you know, the sort of cinema reel kind of uh, uh, level of performance. Uh, so it was like two or three days before I, I kind of clicked in. Uh, but then I, then I got it. It was, uh, it was, I think with more than a lot of it was kind of, especially since he's doing a lot of exposition, you know, the, the science guy is always, uh, uh, you know, the tricks of the writing is you, you, he, he tells you everything that's gone before and stuff that's coming up. He does the exposition. Right. Um, but to do that, uh, uh, in a way was, as kind of just like thinking out loud and that level of performance of, of, of getting very close to the mic and, and speaking quietly and quickly, uh, like like uh, like he's thinking out loud, was uh, 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 a technique or a, a concept that seemed to work. So, hmm. yeah. have you ever spoken like him in in a real life situation? Just mid conversation, <laughs> dropped it in. <laughs> dropped it in once with farming equipment. No, I don't <laughs> think I have. No, really. <laughs> should you do that? I think you should at some point. I, you know, yeah. I think they'd have to pro- process the process process the voice mm. Mm. demazine not an option not an option <laughs> mm. i'm the very model of a scientist hilarious yeah very good i'm going to ask you about that in a bit as well yeah get you to do no, that no i don't me. think i have that's a shame you really should i did you know maybe back when i did it because it's so long ago i think maybe i did did uh you know uh did more so back then but mm. yeah but what? I can't think of any funny stories associated with it. Huh? What's your favorite quote of Morden's? Apart from obviously the uh, the singing section. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, man. There were so many great lines. There's a uh, uh, on YouTube. There's a selection of one-liners. Uh, oh gosh, what are they? Um, uh, well, the line about the uh, have killed many times uh, uh, once with farming equipment. But never, never with medicine. But once with farming equipment, right. that was very funny. Yeah, I, I cracked up when I was doing that in the booth. I remember. Um, and uh, all, all those, all those one-liners where uh, Shepard comes back to him in the the lab on the ship, and he's uh, what is it? The Joker, uh, uh, sexually transmitted diseases only carried by the Varen. Mm. Implications unpleasant. Yeah. Yes. Implications unpleasant. Yes. There was a lot of them. Mm. A lot of lines. He's a brilliant character, Morden. Oh, yeah. I, uh, thank you. I mean, uh, yeah, he was. They gave me uh, the the writing was a great uh, great platform to to have lots of fun with as as a performer. So, mm. but yeah, I think he's a great character. So, how long did your lines take to record then? Well, let's see. Like I think I was saying earlier, it's I did seven or eight sessions, um, four hours. So that's like 32 hours of me yakking into a into a microphone. So there was a lot of dialogue, you know. And they they re- you record the scenes sometimes four or five different ways depending on you know the choice that the uh, that the player makes in the game. You've got to have versions for each one. Hmm. So um, yeah, about 32 hours worth of you know at least rough dialogue and uh, and uh, some of it when we were when we were clicking in the middle there it was. Uh, 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 you know, we did one take on a on a bunch of them. In the once once the uh, once uh, the character was grounded. So, hmm. are there so, any funny stories from from the uh, from your time spent in the booth? Um, let's see. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, you can tell any of them. Yes, any of them. Well, people ask me. People ask me about um, uh, what was it like working with the other actors, and I was like, I have no idea. I never, I never met any of them, but I, I did. I met one. Uh, I met Jennifer Hale. Uh, she was coming in for session as I was leaving for one, and I said, "Hey," and she said, "Hi." <laughs> it was great. It was really meaningful. Wow. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, she's a terrific, terrific person. Based on the way she said hi, really? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so that was, um, you know, that that was uh, one of the, you know, one of the odd parts and one of the challenging parts because, uh, you know, typically I like to uh, work with the other actors. Uh, and when I first, especially in my first uh, animated series, uh, I did. We, you know, there'd be eight microphones up, and you'd play the scenes live with other actors. But uh, in this case. It's um, uh, you're alone in a booth, uh, Ginny McSwain on the other side of the glass, uh, two engineers, and it's uh, and you have to imagine everything, mm. you know. Uh, and 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 the director becomes really important in that because, you know, she's got to tell me how how far you are away from other people, uh, what's gone on before, what's about to happen, you know. Uh, and and she was just uh, she was really good at at at. Uh, giving as an actor, giving me the information I needed to bring the performance alive without giving me a lot of information I didn't need that would just kind of be distracting. Mm. So, um, uh, yeah, but uh, but I, you know, I was thinking the the feeling a lot was when you're in the booth by yourself like that, and then especially some of the darker moments of the story where it's very internal. You know the whole when he finds the Morton finds the dead Krogan. Yeah. Um, it's kind of you kind of I, I remember feeling this sort of the the uh, the darkness of space. You know, you're sort of isolated, floating out there, and you know, and the and uh, uh, and the cold and the darkness of space. Mm. Very dramatic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I can't, I, you know, I can't remember any other funny stories from that. You never farted in the booth or anything like that? Ever what? Ever farted in the booth? Farted in the booth. Mm. Uh, many times. Yeah. Many times. Oh, I used to, I used to joke about, uh, I'd come in with the engineers and I'd say, and I forget their names now, but I'd say, I'd say Eddie, if he was, I'd say, say, Eddie, could I get some water in here? Because the booth had like, like, like 812 water bottles sitting there. Right. <laughs> So it was like, it was like, hey, can somebody get a drink here? <laughs> Ridiculous amounts of water were actually available. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, right, we're going to play a game now. All right. I haven't told you about this game. No, you haven't. It's it's very simple. It's called Alien or Phalian. Alien yeah. or Phalian? Yes. F-A-I-L? Spell it as you will. It's not a real word. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a, a list of Mass Effect 2 characters in front of me yeah. and their descriptions. Um, now, I have taken the liberty of replacing a few of them with incredibly clever puns based on their original names. Uh-oh. And you have to guess which one is an alien or a phalian. Oh, uh, okay. So which is the real name and which is the fake name? Basically, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So, uh, I've got quite a few of these. We'll see how many we get through, or if we get fed right. up. Number one, Zaid Masani. 
That's true. That's uh, alien. Well done. Zaid Masani is a feared and respected bounty hunter and mercenary soldier. Very good. Yes, he is, and he's, I believe he's a Brit too, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. Very gruff. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, right. Number two. Uh-huh. Talizora Vasgina. <laughs> That's a failure. Yes, very good. That's a little rude, that one. I know. Talizora Vasgina is a Quarian and a member of Commander Shepard's squad who earns her keep by performing unspeakable tricks involving ping pong balls. Number three, Garrus yeah. Vakarian. Uh, that's true. That's uh, that's an alien. Very good. Garrus Vakarian is a Turian, formerly with C-Sex Investigation Division. Next. Now, this is a very difficult one. I don't think you'll get this one. Okay. Fliara Bluebees. Fliara Bluebees. Yes. That's too comedic to be a real alien. It's got to mm-hmm. be a. It's got to be a, a a failing. Very good. She's an Asari researcher who has spent the last fifty years of her life flaunting her blue breasticles for money. <laughs> yes, indeed she has. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, mm-hmm. the elusive flan. The elusive flan. Mm. Yes, I think that's from Ratatouille. Isn't that a recipe that he? Uh... <laughs> I think so. He has <laughs> he to go on a quest. Elusive flan. Yes, he, yeah. he finds the flan. Uh, that's got to be a failure. Mm, the elusive flan is the elusive, secretive, and delicious syrup-covered leader of Cerberus. Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Number six, Doctor mm-hmm. Chakwas. One more time, Doctor Chakwas. Oh, uh, that is an alien. That's that's true. Very good. Doctor Chakwas is the human doctor of the SSV Normandy. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Nelly Chamberpot. Mmm, Nelly Chamberpot's got to be British. Uh, that's a failure. That's not real. Yeah, you're good at this. Yeah, you know your stuff. Nelly <laughs> I'm Chamberpot. so far, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Seven out of seven appears yeah, in Mass Effect Two. Her primary job on the Normandy is to act as the crew's emergency waste relief system. <laughs> okay, yeah, number, eight. number eight. Number yeah. eight. Mm-hmm. lights. Mornithal Lights, uh, that's another Phalian. Uh We're riffing on some cigarettes, I think, on this one, right? Mm, yeah, and, and Morinth, of course. Yeah, Morinthal right. Lights are an Asari Ardak Yakshi brand of cigarettes. Smokers yes. of this brand suffer from a rare Asari genetic disorder, which causes them to kill their mates while joining mines with them. Ooh. So be careful with that brand. Uh-oh. Okay, number nine, Kasumi Gato. Kasumi Gato. Ooh, that's that's close to an actual alien, but I think it's a failure. Very good. Kasumi Gato is the galaxy's most enigmatic dessert. Very popular among thieves and has imitators everywhere. Her main rival is the infamous elusive flan, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and finally, number 10. Yes. Jacob Taylor. That's that's an alien. He's uh, for real. Well, he, he is real, but he is actually a failure. Jacob, oh, no! Jacob is, is a highly experienced fighter and is skilled in the use of assault rifles, biotic abilities, heavy weapons, and tech attacks. He's also by far the most boring of all the squad mates and often finds himself sitting on the Normandy for the vast majority of Commander Shepard's adventure once the beginning of the game is over and alternative squad mates are available. So, uh, curveball there, but you did get 9 out of 10. Oh, I thought he was really. I, but he's isn't he? Isn't he a real character? He he is a real character, but he's rubbish. But he's rubbish, so he's a failure. Gotcha. Uh, yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Are you willing to concede that point? Oh well, I think I should get ten out of ten, but I don't know. I'll give you. I'll give you a half point. All right, nine and a half. I'll take okay. that. Okay, nine point five out of ten. So far, anybody that, got better than me? Well, I didn't. I didn't think Commander Shepard would would enjoy that game as much. I loved it. Thank you. Two thumbs up. Worked very hard on that. Yeah. <laughs> Couple more questions. What was it like yeah. to work with Bioware? 
Um, let's see. Well, they had a couple of writers down. I, you know, I I enjoyed it. Um, I, you know, like I said at the beginning, the writing was was just uh, you really heads and tails above anything I'd worked on before in a video game. Hmm. Uh, in other mediums, I had obviously some uh, good writing, but in video games, this was the best. So um, it was good. I mean, they there was a couple of the, uh, folks down at the beginning for the first session. And we banged out a few things, and they said more of this, less than that. And then it was just kind of Ginny and I. Hmm. And, um, um, you know, they, they were very – it was a tight leash to start with, and they wanted, you know, this exactly what they wanted. But uh, a few sessions in, I got to, I got to add, you know, a little breath noises and the, the intake of breath and stuff, which, which for me really kind of uh, made the character a little more three-dimensional. So I was really – glad that they gave me that freedom yeah. um, down the road so uh, I, it was a great experience for me hmm. um, can you recite any of the Gilbert and Sullivan song do you remember much of it oh I do I do I could do uh, see uh, 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 I am the very model of a scientist solarian study species turian asarian batarian quite good at genetics as a subset of biology because I am an expert which I know is a tautology my xenoscience studies range from urban to agrarian. I'm the very model of a scientist, Solarian. Amazing. Yes. Thank you. I needed that. Needed that. <laughs> so, so what's next for Michael Beatty? Well, um, if you got kids, uh, you go to the go to the theaters and see the Lorax. Um, I'm in the Lorax right now. I have a nice little featured role in that. The Dr. Seuss uh, or Danny DeVito in the orange suit thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I have another game. I have a nice lead role in a game coming out in the second quarter. Ooh. But uh, I did mention it in an earlier interview, but I've now been instructed that I must keep that uh, under wraps. Oh, dear. So I, I cannot tell you what game it is at this point, but it's coming out in the second quarter, so you can look for me in something. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm working on, uh, a uh, little labor of love of mine is, uh, I'm doing a, I have an audio book company, uh, that's, uh, uh, ostensibly for, uh, classic literature for kids, fully abridged, uh, fully unabridged, uh, uh books to, uh, to tape on audio books. So I started uh, a couple of years ago, I did, uh, the adventures of Tom Sawyer and I'm, uh, busy at work on the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. So uh, excited about that! I got a lot of good, really great response on the first one. We got Red Star reviewed on the School Library Journal and Audio File highly recommended. So um, uh, that's a <clears throat> that's a, something I do when I, I uh, have some spare time as well. So brilliant, yeah, brilliant. Thank well, um, that's all the questions I have for you. So thank you very much for for coming and chatting with me. Shame Simon didn't show his face. Yeah, Simon, bad. Rubbish. Not good. Not good. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. And, Pleasure. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again. Yes. When the next game comes out, maybe. Yes, when your new mystery project comes out. I'm just going to give it a quick Google now and find out. We'll book yeah, you yeah, in yeah. for a couple of months' time, maybe, and we'll have another chat. That'd be great. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Michael Beatty. Okay. Bye, Ben.
You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at PSRadioUK. Simon, very disappointed. Lack of communication. Unfortunate. Speak soon. Oh, he's just come online. Look at that. Oh! Should I just add him to the call? What uh, do you think? sure. Do you want to just sure. scare him? Just, do you want to just scare him a bit? Yes. Hello, We're Simon. Hey. Hey. I feel like I've answered escape <laughs> call and been teleported to a different universe. You were incredibly, incredibly late for the interview. Well, I was told 10 o'clock, and it's, it's quarter to 10 now. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> there were some communication errors. Daylight savings time. Mm. A little bit of a foobar. Yes, just a bit. Interview's done, Simon. Unfortunately. Is it okay? <laughs> we we oh. thought you could, I'd still let you come and talk 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 to Michael though. Yeah. Hi, Michael. Hey, we had a lot of fun of your uh, your expense in the interview. So oh, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> No, all the all the racial slurs were out of the way before the recording. It was okay. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> well, some of them. What part of Scotland are you from, Simon? Um, just in between Glasgow and Edinburgh. Lovely. Lovely. I want to visit there. That's my um, that's my heritage. Actually, my great grandfather, Archibald Beatty, came across on a boat when he was twelve from Scotland. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah. Archibald Beatty. <laughs> Archie, good old Archie. And, you, and you've still got his name, his last name. I've still got his last name, yes. Not his first one, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, and I was uh I was I was telling uh Ben that I did a uh Cats and Dogs, uh, the Revenge of Kitty Galore, which you don't want to see unless you got kids. I uh, I I I'm, <laughs> even, I'm if a, <laughs> even if you do, it's tough, yeah. Uh but I play an evil Scottish hench cat, if you can believe that. Named well, Angus Eagle. <laughs> he speaks with a bit of a brogue. That doesn't sound that evil, though, does it? It sounds quite. No, he's friendly. well. He's he's kind of high and cackly like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop! We're gonna kill y'all. We can't say kill though. It's a kids' movie. We're gonna stop <laughs> y'all. That's weird. We're gonna defriend you all on Facebook. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So Simon is to, to you know to stick up for him is actually 15 minutes early. It is true. Based on the plan, right? Based yeah. on the original plan. Yeah. Oh, but, you've been telling Michael it was my fault because you were hoping I wouldn't turn up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> May just have been the case. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were some very frantic phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was playing football, so I wasn't like rubbish. Um. I wasn't there for the interview, obviously. But did we find out why you're not in Mass Effect Three? We didn't. I made a very uh, obsequious, vague answer to that question. Yeah, dodged it, I think, is the answer. <laughs> yes, I dodged it. Okay. I can't say. I, uh, I, I was telling Ben I, I would have loved to have been in it. Um, it's a question you kind of have to ask uh, EA Bioware. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's a shame. Well, you were my, my favorite character and still are. Well, thank you. I'm Morton Sullis, and you're listening to PlayStation Radio UK.
You said the collectors had no art. I had no idea you cared about that kind of thing. Personal interest negligible. Sang a little. Multi-species productions for cultural exploration. Gilbert and Sullivan always had me do the patter songs. But not about me. Cultural artistic expression reflects philosophical evolution, interest in growth, perspective, observation, interpretation. Suspect you won't see any art in collector base. Culturally dead. Tools for reapers. Worse than the Geth. I'm sorry. I know that was important, but you performed Gilbert and Sullivan? I am the very model of a scientist Salarian. I've studied species Turian, Asari, and Batarian. I'm quite good at genetics as a subset of biology because I am an expert which I know is a tautology. My xenoscience studies range from urban to agrarian. I am the very model of a scientist Solarian.